This motherfucker, are you kidding me? I don't even know where to begin with this shit. You're an hour late. You don't answer the phone. You call me twice. This is, I just, I don't even, I am beside myself. There's me over here, and then I look to my right, and there I am again, beside myself. And then I look back to the left, and I am still beside myself. It's a travesty. I got a Elrod Cadillac With the spare tire on the back I got a charger kind of gold But I ain't got you Yes, You are now listening to The Talk Show Adam St. Germain Coming at you live from Vermont With some heat bringing in What you got Adam Bro, this is episode zero because you're an hour late and my window is closed. This is closed. Bam, closed it. I shut it down. Closed. Okay, so here's, here's the thing about that. That you don't know how to tell time? Is that what it is? Well, here's the thing. Let's, let's, go, <laughs> let's go over some details. You're your own boss to some degree. Your your regional. I, mean, I do. I definitely have a boss. <laughs> no, you have a boss, but it, I think you, on a day-to-day basis, you don't interact with that boss, do you? Like almost daily. Okay, I hate all the way this is going already. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know why? Because you're wrong. You didn't call. You didn't. T- I felt so unloved. It was just very sad. It's very sad. Sir, I want to tell you a story. You know what I felt like, actually? Tell me how you felt. I felt like I was here and I was at my I was at my computer and I was thinking I was like, man, Scott Sullivan is going to call. We're going to do this podcast. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. Uh, I'm really excited about it. And then I just suddenly, I just felt like Donald Cerrone and his shoulders just mashing <laughs> me in the head. I didn't see it coming. I do throw I was, a mean shoulder. I, was, I throw a I mean shoulder. Crushed. I was just absolutely crushed. That's, you know. So here's the thing. Was that, wait, was that 20 minutes ago when I called you the first time or, or when I called you back just now? You mean when you called me at 3.10 p.m.? It's 3.07 p.m. I don't know. What What are we talking in? No, no. Right now. Okay. But you called me. Yes. Tw- 18 minutes ago. That is correct. Actually, Wait, I'm sorry. No. No. Everything you're ago. saying is wrong. Everything you're saying is wrong so you far. You called me 17 Astounding. minutes ago. 17 minutes. We're going to have to cut all of this out. I can't, no. I can't have this on the podcast. <laughs> listen. Listen. Right. You, you called at 3.51 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, and yes. that proves what? That you were 51 minutes late for the podcast. Sir, I went to the dentist today. <laughs> I, I scheduled it with the Google. It's on the calendar. No, I know. My phone went boop, boop, Adam. And I was like, dude, stuff's happening right now. I can't be doing that. Bro, we t- we talked about, I said, when's, I, oh, oh, oh. But listen, but let, let's, 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 let's just have it out right now. I'm going to fight you. This is a podcast. This is a podcast about dad life, rad life, and (laughs) scheduling things with Adam St. Germain, which is very difficult. It is not Because on the rare occasion that you're like, I'll be available at 9 p.m., I'll text you at 9 p.m. and you'll be like, just send me back an emoji of like a a hamburger or something. I'm going to hit pause. I'm going to pause you real quick. okay? Okay. Yeah. This is what I got. 
All right. Wait, no, 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 no. We're not going into text message threads. I'm telling you that you are difficult to schedule with, and I do the best that I can. You said, I'm off. I'm training jujitsu at noon. None of that worked out because of my dentist appointment. Things went a little sideways. It went longer than I thought. How long is this goddamn dentist appointment? Well, I was at 10, and I figured I'd be done by like 11. And I actually didn't walk out of there till way after 11. Couldn't go to jujitsu. Have to do that tomorrow. And then met up with my wife for lunch that went a little bit longer than I thought. And then I came home to call my good friend Adam to so podcast now, and got berated so, the second he answered the phone. <laughs> now, okay. Now, you know what just happened? I just I just got kicked in the head is uh, what happened. Because yeah, yeah. The shoulder first, strikes, though, really softened you up, I think. definitely because first you came on and you said hey i'm sorry i missed the i missed the scheduled time because i was at the dentist but now now we got to the real (laughs) answer which you were not at the dentist you were at lunch hey wife's gotta eat yeah i didn't realize that you had to feed her as well but that's it's part of my responsibility as as (laughs) the breadwinner in our family to feed my wife as well she had a cactus taco and a veggie taco. They're both very good, in case you were wondering. Cac- Wait, really? Cactus? Really? Cactus taco, yeah. I feel like cactus would be like cucumber. It, it was sliced really thin, stripped, and fried, and it looked sort of like, uh, it almost looked like green beans from a distance, but she affirmed that it was very delicious. Okay. It looked like green beans? I mean, like, if from, from across the table, if I didn't know what it was, I maybe would have thought, like... Green beans are really thin sliced zucchini or something. I don't know. Okay. Whatever you say, man. Whatever you say. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. So, let's we got to get into this now. None Tell of this is what, none of this is the podcast. This is just a phone call where you're harassing me. All right. We're just going to I'm just going to start off with this here, okay? Wait, wait, wait. Let's we're going to do a reset just in case. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, you're now listening to the talk show. And I'm here, my name's Scott Sullivan, with my co-host, Bernie Sanders' future running mate, Adam St. Germain. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing, in the red corner, (laughs) with piss and vinegar, (laughs) Adam St. Germain. Who your Cheerios today, huh? In the blue corner, getting shoulder strike to the face. On the phone call already, Scott Sullivan. All right. Listen, uh, fans of the podcast, if you have made it this far, eight minutes and ten seconds in, actually, it's probably less than that, but that's fine. And if you're interested in taking part in the hundred of the month club where you ride where you ride your bicycle, 100 miles each month of the year 2020. So to clarify, you just said each month. That's not what you meant. What do you mean? Once a month, each month. Well, let's be really specific because people can interpret things differently. You don't mean a hundred miles in the month of January. Yes. Or do you? I do. So you don't mean a hundred miles on a specific day in January. No, I do not. You mean Any, 100 miles over the course of the month of oh, January. Oh, I'm okay, let me back Cause, up. Cause back you, up. We're, yep, I got okay, I got you. Okay. I got you. I got you. Let me back up. The 100 of the month club. Here are the rules. You have to ride 100 miles 
in a single bike ride once per month each month of the year. Okay, that was very that was good and clarifying. Very good. So let's let's just clarify again. It is miles. It is not kilometers. It's not kilometers. Although I feel like if nope. pe- if people nope. wanted to do, uh, hear me out, if people wanted to do a parallel challenge, I I would be interested in them doing that. But that's not our challenge. Uh, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go out and say I'm not interested. <laughs> okay, this guy's <laughs> this guy's awesome. He's bringing some heat. He's shooting some guns. He's been in hotel rooms for a little too long. Maybe been away from the family for a minute, and he I was wants away from the your blood. He is angry. Jeez, people, jeez. All right, all right. So wait, let's. We're gonna try and be on point here. Let's tell everybody. I think we got to decide a few details about this because I think there will be some participants. Hundred of hundo of the month. So that would be hundo of the month. H O T M. H-O-T, hashtag H-O-T-M. But that's not enough, because I think that might get people to some weird porn. So no, it, needs it won't. To, it will I'm, not. I'm concerned. It's a little bit weird. Like The first time you texted me, I was like, hot mom. What? What is this? Hot mom. Uh, so H-O-T-M. I'm going to check it right now. Dude, 2020. Totally can, it, can we throw a year on it? Because like, I think Taco Tally 2018, uh, the 2018 okay, helped. Okay. Gave it a place okay. in time. I'll give it to you, 2020. HOTM 2020. And then what I think we need people to do, and you can, I know I'm going to get vetoed on this, but I want to hear your opinion about it. What I thought we could do is like, like we did with the tacos, you do your taco, how you do taco tally 2018. And then after that, in parentheses, your total tacos up to that point. What I thought we could do with this challenge is there's 12 months on the calendar year. You're going to, Let's say you do January, you're one of one. So in the parentheses, you do one slash one. Now, if you skip a month or you lose, you missed a month, I feel like you should keep going and keep trying to keep the challenge going. But by the end of the year, you'd be 11 of 12. You wouldn't make the full 12 of 12. So yeah, I think you, it get should par- be, you get partial, partial credit. For sure. So I think it should be HOTM 2020 space parentheses. How many of the months have you completed out of the total months of the year that far? All right, I just gonna. I have to make before we go any further. I have to make it very clear that the hashtag is absolutely HOTM twenty twenty. Because HOTM on its own is a bunch of weird shit. I told you it would be. I don't know why, but I just felt in my heart like it might be. So you want to? Do you want to know what hashtags it's related? You don't want to know. The no, 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 no. You can no. look let's, it up yourself. Let's not put it on. The, like, let's. <laughs> Let's not smear the name of this good podcast with any of all that. Yeah. But, but so yeah. We've, we, we've decided HOTM 2020, then leave a space, and in parentheses, have the number of months you've completed, the number of months that have passed. That's the nomenclature for posting this challenge. You'll see how to officially do it on the talk show Instagram later this month. Excellent. We're going to drop that. This is going to be our big... Uh, year-long challenge for the podcast. I am going to get mine in, uh, I believe, next Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm determined. And I don't know what's your plan, Adam. When are you, when are you going to do this thing? Because we're, we're running out of uh, real estate in January. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll be in Chicago next uh, Monday and Tuesday. So I think, you know, in true uh, St. Germain fashion, I believe I am going to wait until... 
Uh, hmm. Hmm. You don't have a lot of time left to, to juggle. You got a little, I know. little real estate, but not a lot. I think, uh, well, now I don't know. Maybe, you know what? I don't know, but I, I'm going to get it done. <laughs> okay, I, I believe you. I do want to remind you. I might wait until the 31st. That the way the podcast challenges work, as we have detailed previously, is that if one of the two hosts fails, anyone else who has succeeded and the challenge would take the place of that host for at least one episode. So, all right. You know what? I don't even, we don't even need to remind people of that because now people are going to be coming for me. I just want to say, I just just think it should be out out there that if you don't get the ride in and Matt Newell does, I'm going to be stuck talking to that guy for a friggin' hour. So don't do that. I I get a joke, Matt. How are you doing? (laughs) I get a hundred dollars, 100 American dollars. Congratulations, sir. (laughs) (laughs) That says Matt Newell will not ride 100 miles in the month of January. Yeah, I think he's in a geographical area where that might be more. Oh, I'm sorry. Does he live on the planet uh, Hoth? Toth? Whatever that stupid Star Wars joke is. I don't know Star Wars stuff. Yeah, stupid. It's dumb. It's ridiculous. No, I'm just saying. So wait, he, he does bike he's he, in the industry dude, he lives it he lives in north carolina what's it like in north carolina this time of year i really don't know i assume you know what cold. you know what the answer is you know what the answer is warmer than vermont mm-hmm. oh yeah i forgot when you're talking to a vermonster they're they're you know they always have it the worst do you think it's you think it's worse in like the great lakes like over in like minnesota duluth uh like that side of the great lakes or do you think it's colder where you are like, do you think Vermont oh, is like on the highest I, I, end of cold, or do you think it's like maybe second to that region? I don't. Yeah, I don't. Know. That's a, that's a good that's a good question. It is it is very cold there, so um, I don't know. It's probably similar. Okay, I don't know. I've I've only I've been to both locations, but not in close in time where I could feel the difference. But uh, yeah, I I think it's. I mean, because that's that's part of my region so i talk to those guys that are out there yeah um and it seems like it's it's fairly similar to what we have going on here yeah oh, man okay so we talked about the hundo of the month challenge uh hundo of the month h-o-t-m two zero two zero check out talk show on instagram and uh you'll get more information on the formatting and how to post this stuff so you can be part of the community of people who are going to do this because there is a community of people who are going to do it. I know of a few people besides me and Adam uh, who are probably going to either do it or be interested in hazing people. The people have who already do, started. Do They've already started. There's people who have already completed the challenge for month of January, I guess, is what I'm hearing now. Um, that's very exciting. I think what we had. Okay, so I think let's kick this episode off in earnest, Adam. We have not talked since the new year passed. So happy new year to you, sir. I mean, we talked that, personally, but we haven't talked on the podcast. Is that true? I believe we talked in person, but we have not podcasted since the new year. My God, we're terrible people. Yeah, oh, that's another thing. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you about this on the air because it adds more pressure. We need to be doing this every two weeks <laughs> so that we can target listen, listen a release here, date and get people to have a sense of involvement where they can be interested because we're too sporadic. And if you remember the movie Clueless, 
one of the characters oh. in the movie Clueless said, I hope to see you around, but, oh, fuck, I fucked it up. <laughs> I hope to see you around, not sporadically, I think she says, to the boy character that she likes, meaning she wants to see him more often. God, I fucked that up. That was... You did a pretty piss poor job there. Clueless is a good movie, and I usually can do that quote right off the top of my head. But today's not that day. No, you really, you really blew it. Just watch it. Just let's put that out there. It's just, just say, you know, it's fine. It's all you, good. You used to be a more supportive friend. I don't know what I did to you. <laughs> you moved to Texas and left me. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. It's abandonment. That's it. Oh, man, I'm going to send you some barbecue sauce in the mail tomorrow. It'll all be better. Was it that one you sent me a photo of? That looked good. Banana pepper sauce. It sounds crazy. It was banana pepper mustard, which I will do a oh. review of uh, at some point on the show. Do not do not send that to me. We're meandering. Back to the topics. Um, okay. I have so a question. Normally, Very, wait, wait. Oh. In the new year, okay, I think this is something, this is right up our alley. We have to talk about this. In the new year, people mm. like to do New Year's resolutions, but- I submit to you that New Year's resolutions often aren't really in earnest. They're like they're um, aspirational, and the intensity of the belief that you'll do the resolution is is often, uh, you know, half-hearted. Which is why a lot of people, you know, don't succeed at their New Year's resolutions. So okay. I don't like to think about doing New Year's resolutions, but I do think that at that time of year that people are kind of talking a lot about goals. I like to think about. Well, it is good to have new goals. Maybe it's a new year, you'll have some new goals. But how do you set your goals in a way that's more, um, more going to be more uh, ingrained in your daily life and less of like a sort of aspirational thing that you might half-heartedly pursue? So I don't know if you have any, but do you have any goals in this new year? I don't want to say resolutions. Would you, would you like to hear? I will, I will read them to you. I wrote them down. You wrote them down. Let's hit them. Let's, hit, let's hear them. I think step one is you come up with the goal. Step two is you write it down. Because now you wrote it down like, ooh, that shit's real. That's real. I put it on paper. It's on paper now. And then <laughs> step three, step three, if you want to like really make it real, is you got to tell somebody. Yeah. Tell so somebody. And, and preferably tell somebody who will who will bring it to your attention if, if you're not doing that thing. Or at the very least, just ask you how it's going. Yeah, like something, you know, that's what I mean. Like, like bring it, ask, follow up, follow up. That's what I should say. Follow up. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I already told my lovely wife all about these. Um, but I will read them to you. These are in no specific order. How are many, you ready? Wait, wait, how many do we have? What do we get? What, what's this list look like? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Wow. Okay, hit me. Okay. I mean, some of them are like... I mean, it's whatever. good. Bring anyway. it. Bring it. Bring it. Uh, be a supportive husband. Great. Be... <laughs> I'm going to make a joke about this in a second. Be a supportive father. Okay. <laughs> I would just like to circle back to your previous comment where you said you used to be a more supportive friend, and I would like to point out that that, that is not a goal of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Evident... <laughs> Evident as <laughs> po it's completely evident through practice. So great yeah, job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please hold me accountable to that one. Um, I sure will read 12 books. 
Why 12? Is there a particular reason you picked 12 just months in the year? I just thought like one a month seemed like a good standard. Yeah, I figured that's what you thought. I was just curious I would, if actually, to be a different significance be, than I thought. No, I was like, I was like, I'm going to read 10 books. And then I was like, if I can read 10, I should be able to do 12. 12 so, so i've already well i've read what one okay. so far i'm okay, one book in. i had that was the follow-up question was it's the 22nd of january where yeah but okay yeah I, yep what, uh, what book did the, you read adam what book did you read you know what actually i think it'll be fun i will take a photo and post it to the talk show instagram with a brief review love it fantastic yeah I, that's a good yeah okay um ride a century each month so h-o-t-m two zero two zero um uh give my best effort each day to what to everything that's it to everything each day yeah no i I want you to nail that one down that's too vague i don't like that one you either have to cross it off or make it more specific (laughs) that that sucks that sucks as i read that as i read that i don't i don't remember uh don't remember writing it. <laughs> <laughs> you were black. That doesn't out. seem like something I would write. I think. I think there's. I think it's missing something. Like give my best effort. Yeah, it lacks a specificity day. that seems. You know what? Characteristic can- of you. So I, I don't like just, that one. Let's cancel that one. Yeah, cross it off. Cancel that shit. Because <laughs> you can Realistically, you can't give your 100 percent best effort to everything all day. It's a great thing to think that. No, you could but do, I th- well but you can't let- do that. So you have no, to you have to no, draw stop. more attention stop. to something. No, that's not true because let's say what is today? Today's <laughs> Wednesday. True. Okay, tell me how it's possible. <laughs> I think I think okay, let's say for example you could run a 6 minute mile. That's your best effort, right? Sure. Okay. And so then you're going to we'll just use running the mile as the thing. And then you're like I'm going to run my best mile uh, every day. And then you know, right, like five days in, you can't run a six-minute mile anymore. You're going to slow down. You're going to run a 6.30, okay? The point is... Maybe you would. I'd be fine. Oh! No! <laughs> I think the, the point is there is that you're giving your best available effort on that day. On a given okay. day, you, you, might, you might only have 50%. You still got to try. I get okay? what you're saying. That's. I think that's where I was going with that. I still think you should cross um, it off. I don't like it. <laughs> okay, we can. We can I'm joking though. It. I think everyone. Yes, let's try to be our best selves every day. That's a great. That's all I'm saying. You know, it's better than just me writing like "Don't be an asshole" because we all know that I might be an. Maybe that's <laughs> what I'm gonna do. <laughs> well, you know, I, I do. Um, think, I do think that is a good aspiration, despite giving you a hard time. It's a little. It's a little wishy washy. It's fine. It's fine. Um, qualify for Wadapalooza 2021. That's I don't uh, understand any of what that was. It's a it's a CrossFit thing. Um, hike two four thousand foot mountains with the family this year. Oh, wow. Edie and I hiked two, so we're gonna do two more next year. Wow. Um, That's great. I like that one a lot. That's good. Fin- finish our basement project. So we're like mid um, mid finishing part of the basement to make it like a playroom. Very cool. Um, get the house ready to sell. So that's a whole laundry list in and of itself. Okay. Uh, Is your, take- wait, wait. I have a follow-up on that. Get rid of the house. Oh, yes. You yes, got to remember, please. there are listeners out there, Adam, and they have questions. And I'm the sur- yeah. I'm the surrogate for them. I bet you are. Are you thinking of selling the house to 
upgrade in Vermont? Or are you thinking of moving? Are you thinking you should probably be in Austin doing rad stuff down here? Like what, what is the goal with selling the house? Uh, we're, so the plan, the, pl- the plan is to stay in Vermont, uh-huh. uh, and just a, a house with a little more space, um, and a little more land and outside of Burlington. Oh, really? How far outside? Well, I mean, you could, I mean, Burlington is, you, is I mean, very, it doesn't matter. It says like you want to be maybe not right in that downtown and. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the, uh, the, the big bustling downtown of Burlington, right? But it, the, but it yeah. is, it is. It's a city. It's nice. I like it there. It but. is a city. It, it's fun. But like, my point is like, you can leave Burlington and you can be in the country on five acres, and you're twenty minutes from downtown. Like and, you're not. Yeah, you know, and your cost of living away. is probably uh, appropriately different. Uh. Yeah, I mean, you're still in Chittenden County-ish here, so it doesn't go down a ton, but you just, you know, you can breathe a little easier, I guess. Yeah, sure. Uh, all right, hang on, we're almost done. Yes. Um, <laughs> take Edie fishing. Cool. Like uh, Take Edie camping. So Very that's cool. kind of, that's also combined with the hiking thing, that's fine. And then take Winnie, that's our dog, on a walk twice a week. Okay. Very cool. Uh, and lastly, visit a national park. So once a year, we mm-hmm. make it a prior- we make it a priority as a family to visit a new national park. Where did you go last year? Acadia. Where is that? Maine. I know that, but I, for the audience. <laughs> oh, I'm so, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Acadia, Maine. So it's up in Bahaba, uh-huh. Bahaba, Maine. It's way up there. Nice. Uh, but it's also like the only national park in all of the Northeast. Yeah, there aren't that many in our region, are there? No, there's none. Yeah. There's that one. That's it. That's wild. Um, and so the next closest one is Ohio. What, what do you do? You have one picked out for this year, or are you going to wait and see where life takes you? Uh, there's a couple options. So, like, I might, we might go to, um, I might do the Leadville race again. Um, in Colorado, so if we do that, then yeah, the you know, guy. You know what's funny about that? A guy with one leg challenged me to do it, and then never said another thing ever. <laughs> so if we if we do that one, maybe we'll do one of the ones out west. Um, otherwise, we might just take a road trip over to Cuyahoga, um, which is the one in Ohio. Um, what what, what do we know see- about it? I don't know anything about. Do you know anything about what it's like there in Cuyahoga? I have a pamphlet. There's a train that runs through the park, and it <laughs> cool. looks it it looks very beautiful. That's all. I, I really don't know much about it. So down here uh, in Texas, there's um oh god, I'm having a brain fart right now. But way out in West Texas, there is a huge park, and I'm spacing on the name of it. It'll come back to me in a minute. But it's right along the border with the next state over, and it's like um oh god, I'm gonna Google it while we're talking. But I think it has like even like a big hotel that like is somehow like state run or something that's inside the grounds. But it looks I've seen pictures and it looks beautiful. I'm gonna look at it up right now. But uh, so what was that your whole list? Because that was that a was good, it. That, that was, was all, a really good list. That was all of them. Yeah. Now, do I you think, consider those resolutions? No, those are just goals to get done. Those are 2020 goals. Yeah, I like that better. I think somehow when you make it a resolution or when it's your New Year's like thing. I just feel like nobody really follows up on that stuff past January. Whereas well, I if think it's the just on your like, calendar as a goal and that's your mindset of like, this is what I want to do this year. And it's like, 
more specific and immediate. It just it happens better. Well, and I think like people make resolutions, right? Where they're like, I'm going to drink less or I'm going to. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is the part of the podcast. Are you there, Adam? Did you, I just Did, got a call from you. No, I, I tapped my phone just to make the screen light up and some crazy thing happened. So we'll edit this out. I have no idea what just happened. That was so it was confusing. Really weird. But okay, so um, we're back to what we were talking about: uh, resolutions versus goals. I was saying, if you make a if you make a generic resolution like you're going to drink less beer, right? There's no, there's no, um, there's no why to it. Like, why are you going to drink less beer? Like, there's sure. no goal. What, yeah. You're what like, are you What are you going to get at the end of that? Right. Like, are what are you trying to accomplish? Like, oh, I want to drink less beer so that I that I lose. 10 pounds or like well great like maybe your goal that is to just you know lead a healthier life i don't know or, seems- or make it drink less lose 10 yeah some more specificity i think there's a lack of specificity people will be like i'm gonna be i'm gonna eat more vegetarian food this year it's like well that's also weird like it, it's it's got a certain vagueness to it like right like I, what does that what does that even mean yeah and I, I some people are comical about it some people are serious about it but like where i work in the hospital it, it's funny i noticed like we have this break room, you know, and, um, I work in cancer care as has been said many times on the podcast and people, you know, reward us for our work with, uh, baked goods, donuts, and all kinds of things that are unhealthy to eat all the time because they're trying to show us love. So our break room is constantly full of the stuff you shouldn't eat. And what I see almost every day is nurses come back into the room, shove a donut in their mouth and go, well, I guess my diet starts tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and I get it because it's stressful. It's a stressful environment. These are comfort foods, and then you eat them. But it's like, no, nah, man, <laughs> it's just you gotta gotta walk away from those donuts. Oh, which man. is hard. Yeah. Which is hard. But that's the resolution. Whereas I think, like, there, I'll give you a, a counter example when it's like really goal minded thinking. I work with this one nurse. I won't name her on the podcast because, but she's a, a, a market float nurse. These are nurses who move throughout the area, like the, the market area, like how you have a market area. And they uh, work in different hospitals for a period of time. They're like pinch hitters, so to speak. But this particular girl has been in our work group for like over a year now, I think, because she's just awesome and she's a good match for us and whatever. And she shows up, and if there's people buying pizza, if there's people buying tacos, she doesn't participate. She has the best-looking salad you have ever seen in a Tupperware that she pulls out of the fridge at lunch and eats it and then makes herself a tea and goes about her business and does a good, really good job. And it's like, you know, she, she's you know, what, you know what this point. She's on point. <laughs> you know what her name is? Tell me. Boss, she's yeah. a fucking boss. <laughs> yeah, and she she just doesn't get dragged into any of the other shit. And, uh, you know, I, I'm always impressed. I'm like, a that salad looks dope. B you're you're ignoring the pizza in the other room is powerful. So that's not resolutions. That's goals. <laughs> I like you. Got to have goals, people. You yeah. got to have goals. Speaking of which, it's now 2020. I uh, <laughs> I have a funny anecdote to tell you. But I am going into the academy tomorrow because my dentist appointment pushed back going in today. And I'm going to do my sign up and I'm going to be back in jujitsu. And I'm going to resume running again this week. But I did. And I didn't tell you this, Adam. I wanted to save it for the podcast because I 
I can't wait to hear what your reaction to it. Uh, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> I was in my house and I was uh, upstairs with my family, with my, my my wife and my son, and I, I they needed something from downstairs, and I, you know, was kind of running downstairs uh, quickly to go grab something for everybody. I don't even remember what it was at this point, but uh, we have carpeted stairs, two story house, and on my way down the stairs, at some point, I had socks on at the time. There's wasn't really good friction, I guess. I, I lost a little contact with one of my feet from the carpeted stair, and I ate shit on the stairs hard, like fell on the stairs. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. Fell onto my tailbone. Um, and it was bad. I, I was fine. I got right up. I moved around. I, nothing broke. Not, you know, I'm not that old, but I'm old enough. <laughs> that, that really fucked me up for like a week and a half. I couldn't run. I couldn't do anything. And my entire right. <laughs> this is for the, for the podcast audience out there. This is going to be good. My entire right butt cheek was purple. <laughs> it was bad dude you went down hard yeah it was pretty hard man it was like you might say as if somebody elbowed me in the face three times and then head kicked me <laughs> actually no i re i rewatched it there are there are four shoulders to the face. that's right that's right hey let's get it <laughs> enough I, there's really no follow-up for that but i ate shit on the stairs i really got hurt couldn't run for two weeks like need to reschedule some stuff but but i'm back in back in action today oh man well i'm sorry to hear that that's that's uh that sucks i haven't fallen on a staircase since i was in my 20s and when i was in my 20s i lived in this apartment on the east side of providence with my friend jay carr who adam knows shout out jay carr jay carr power street we lived on power street in providence Jay jay carr is a powerful man oh yeah he's a power player and uh some say he's a power bottom. I don't know about that, but uh, we were. Um, we're that, was, that felt so good when I said it. But that we, was that I, was a plus. I was leaving the apartment that we lived in on the second floor of this house, and it had an L shaped staircase where it goes down, and there's a landing, plus, and it goes to dumb. the right. You know what I'm saying? Stupid. Dumb. And um, I was drunk in in this recent episode. I was stone sober, which is even more embarrassing. But on this episode in the past on Power Street, I was drunk and I went down the staircase and I ate shit at the top of the staircase and it fell all the way to the bottom. Like just kind of rolled, you know, like a cartoon. That was bad. That's not that's you shouldn't do that. That's to be avoided. I just want you to know. No, that. it's bad. But apparently I do it every 20 years. So, well, it's good. It's a, it's a good quota. Ain't wrong with that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, oh, geez. That anywho, was, anywho, that was rough. Yeah. There was somewhere I was going to this. We were talking about goals, and then I just I, I was talking about how I hurt myself. Yeah, but so uh, jujitsu goal is happening. Going back to jujitsu and uh, uh, atomic goal. I talked about trying to do atomic athlete. That that we heard, we heard. We're waiting. It's going to happen. I think that's going to be in a couple of weeks because I have to space it out for financial reasons. But it's going to happen. Sure. Uh, I think uh, that's where I'm at. And then I got to get in my uh, first hundo of the month next week. It's it's that's it. It's do or die. I got to do it like Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, I think. And then uh, you said you're going to do it on a day undisclosed. Uh, I have a question. Yes. What about Scott Sullivan? Yes. This event that you're supposed to be doing next month. I, I think I might push it back, but I'm not sure yet. It depends on how I do in the next couple weeks. 
Okay. All right. All I had right. to take a break from running uh, because I busted my ass, but I'm gonna I'm gonna see what happens. But that is, by the way, for I, I know there's people groaning out there. That is a non-podcast goal. I, it's non-binding. There's no punishment associated. <laughs> it's a personal goal of mine. Okay. All right. Rem- and it. it's a reminder for the listener: review previous episodes. It's a non-binding goal. Binding, non-binding. Binding everyone. goals include. Hundo of the Month Challenge. H-O-T-M-2-2. Oh, two, two. oh God. <laughs> Jeez. Hot Mom 2020. No, that's not it either. Uh, Hot-em. How, do we, how are we going to pronounce it? Can we have a way to pronounce it that we agree on? Uh, let's let the listeners call in and tell us how to pronounce it. Yeah. We should have a hotline. I'm not giving, out my, have a hotline. I'm not giving out my phone number. That hotline is <laughs> at talk show on Instagram. Yeah, we're gonna do it. I had some other topics. I gotta look. There's oh oh. So let's talk about the fights because we uh, Adam and I were in contact via text message on the night of the last UFC fights, which it was, was this almost past like weekend. watching it together. It was so close. It was so close. <laughs> it would have been more fun if we could have. But uh, I was also like really tired after work. I came home from work, got the fights on TV, and it was the UFC fight night or UFC fights where uh, the the Main event was Conor McGregor versus Cowboy Donald Cerrone, and the undercard included one of my favorite fighters, uh, Holly Holm, uh, and and some a cast of other characters. I couldn't recall all of the names right now. Lots of jujitsu in the fights. I like jujitsu. I've trained jujitsu, so we're texting. Wait, about can we that. can we can we talk about? Oh, you want to wait or? No, that, no. Let's was... get into it. Let's get straight into it. What do you want to talk about about the fights? What was okay, interesting wait, to let... you about it? Let's let's uh, uh, Pettis and Ferreira was like a fun fight to watch. I like that one because it was definitely like jujitsu controlling. It was a yeah. classic example of a jujitsu fighter controlling a more explosive opponent with like, uh, just like really controlling technique. Yeah, that one was that one was good. Uh, Keller and uh, O'Day Osborne, yeah, that was okay. Right. And that was an yeah. undercard fight that got that got pumped up. So they, it felt yeah. it felt a little bit like an undercard fight, but it was yeah, entertaining. Was, yeah, and then then it started to get interesting with the heavyweight fight with this the crazy Russian versus <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maurice Green. That, was, I, that was wild. Okay, so round one, mm-hmm. right? I was like, oh, I was like, this is over for Maurice Green. This it's game over, man. Uh, this dude is—he's gonna—he's gonna, he's gonna choke his, pop his head off. Sure. And that mother, he, that motherfucker, gritted it out for like two whole minutes. Yeah. In a cho- in a chokehold, and then the round was over, and he's like, "All right, I'm back." It's <laughs> <I was laughs> like, what? Yeah, that like, is so hard that, to do. Like, if you ever trained any kind of martial art and felt a, a grown man trying to choke you. <laughs> extended like period that, it's not something most people can just grit through like that is my, special <laughs> maurice green is my hero um <laughs> so uh yeah and then i mean ultimately he did lose the fight in the second round when uh alexi tried to rip his head off again yeah. um yeah, yeah. but i thought that was really great and like you know usually the heavyweight fight like maybe it's not always super exciting because they're big and slow but those guys yeah. were awesome 
Yeah, it depends. Uh, there's certain heavyweights that bring a certain flair. Like there's a guy fighting on the next fight night that's in Houston, uh, Derek Lewis. I don't know if you know Derek Lewis. Is wait, I know that name. You've seen his fights, I bet at least. Wait once. a second, is that the wild man? He's the wild dude. He's he's a big boy, and the, oh my god, was, I love I love Derek Lewis. And his Instagram account is insane. He like reposts just like the craziest stuff in the world. Yeah, but this is isn't this the dude that just stands around and gets punched until he until he lands like one? Oh yeah, two UFC two two nine. Yeah, kinda. UFC two two nine. That was the one. He he can knock you out with one punch, but he also is not the most like fit or like cardio. Like he kind of he's the other like, with the heavyweights they they move around like just differently. But yeah, you get well, that guy, like with Alexi with that guy that we watched the other night. Like his his submission skills are just very very good for a heavyweight. So okay, also 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 Alexi is like a hundred years old. Yeah. But he's 100 years old, and if you think because you hit him and he's dizzy, you can jump on top and mount him and finish the fight, he's probably going to choke you from underneath you. Like, he's going to do some weird <laughs> sneaky thing you don't know about, and then you lost the fight. So it, it makes the other fighter, I think, that much more nervous because you can't count on what he's going to do. He's, he's on another level, especially for Got that it. size. Like, guys that size don't usually have sneaky submission skills per se. He definitely no. does, <laughs> you know, for sure. All right, and then uh, the ladies' co-main event wasn't the most exciting fight. No, strategic I mean, but not exciting. Very strategic, very smart, but like kind of boring. Yeah, and it's tough. That's those those kind of fights are like the purists can sometimes enjoy them, but I consider myself in that category because I really love jujitsu and sometimes when the fight is boring to the punch each other people I'm really enjoying it but I didn't really enjoy that fight that much I just no, I mean, and like it, it wasn't I, that know, exciting to watch no they never even like went to the mat like they were just they just stood up against the fence like, the entire time just clinching and yeah was, but so, you know Holly likes to win and she's a really smart girl so what are you gonna do? Yeah, well, she she found a way to win, which was awesome. That's that's uh, her job. That's her number one job. Right. The, if you the, can make it exciting for the fans, it's better because you'll get bigger paydays in the long run. But at the end of the day, you got to win. Right, 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 right. Which brings us to the main event. Yep. <laughs> Scott, you told me that you thought maybe uh, the Cowboys stood a chance. I did, and I still do think that that was an appropriate assessment of the situation because I don't think his mentality is is such that what's happened with Connor in the past that was different with this fight across the board is some of Connor's fights he's been so belligerent and negative to the people that he's fighting that he gets them so emotionally weirdly involved that when they step into the octagon there's like a just like a surge of like the lights you're fighting this big fight this famous guy and he's talked shit to you all week and like literally i think some of his wins have been almost entirely just because of that like like jose aldo getting knocked out in like 10 seconds was like just a dude who got so emotional that he wasn't really present the right way you know and mm, with this fight, with this fight, and I, I think that's what Connor banks on that a lot, like getting people into a weird emotional mental state where they're more vulnerable to him. 
getting that early round knockout, which he's done like so many times. And then uh, with with Donald, I don't think there was ever really an option. Like he's fought like way more times than Connor. He's totally comfortable fighting. I don't think you're going to get him shook by talking some shit. So he didn't even try it. He talked really respectfully, gave the guy his due. But then when they got in there, <laughs> Donald's been fighting for a long time. He's an older guy. He's on a two-fight losing streak. And then a dude is shoulder punching you. Like, you don't even know. That's out. That's like the <laughs> Matrix. That's like some weird shit you've never even seen. Dude, it, yeah, we had to rewind the fight three Just to times. look at it and be like, what was that? Cause I was like, I was like, what, he, what is even happening? He's using some kind of magical force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was impressive. I watched it a few times just to try and figure out like, and I feel like he threw it the first time just to check it out and then it landed. So then he was like, well, I'm going to, I guess I keep doing it. <laughs> and then he, he lit him up well, pretty good. His nose was like broken immediately or something. Oh yeah. The best part though is that they, they came out of the gate and, and Connor threw that gigantic whiff of a left hand. Yeah. Like, dude, he wasn't yeah. even close. Wasn't even close. And that's the kind of stuff that, and that's why I think there's always a chance because Connor does do some stuff that's ridiculous. Like I've watched a bunch of his fights. He sometimes throws these spinning back kicks where he f- almost falls over. Like he's very athletic, but he, he likes to do these like theatrical movements and like, on the right night, the right guy could just punch you in the face while you're in the middle of doing that and you're out, you know? Yeah, like he, he did some we- – like he threw that punch, but it was also like he was jumping at the same time. He was trying to do a Superman punch, I think, which is like where you yeah. literally jump in the air and punch like Superman does. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> so that was absurd. You know, uh, Cerrone catches him around the waist. They clinch, and then – and then it was, it was over so fast. So fast. But it could have went the other way. I still think it could have went the other way. I just think it was always more likely the out. Like I've told you this on previous phone calls. The most likely outcome was Connor by knockout. But the problem with Connor is he really needs to secure that knockout in one round. If he goes to right, round two, right, right, he's right. 50% less effective. If he goes to round three, he's almost completely ineffective. So like, it's it, it. That's why he's so urgent in his fights. He needs to knock you out right away because he's he's playing off of the emotions that you feel, the intensity. He's he he. I think he understands more than most people, like what the fighter feels like in that first two minutes, and he knows that's the most vulnerable moment of the fight. So he he wants to get you then, and he's really good at it. Yeah. Well, clearly, you know, and then uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then a little head kick and you know a few punches, and that was it. it was game over. And I'm not a fan. Game over. It might sound like in my review that I, I I'm not a, a Connor fan, but I do think like you can't argue with success. I mean, the guy has a real knack for like creating that situation and then capitalizing on it, which is that's how you win, right? So it says here that he's he's 22 and four uh, for Connor. Yes, but. I think they're counting some um, lesser fights, like professional fights that were not in the organization. I think oh. if you looked at his USC fights, it's much less. I okay. could be wrong, but I think it's much less if you look at how many fights in the UFC. Uh, well, these are the UFC numbers, so may- I don't know what I, that is. Well, but. UFC counts all the professional fights, too. Oh, unless, they do? Unless okay. it specifically says UFC fights. Because some of these guys have fought in other organizations all over the world that are professional. 
and I don't remember his, I honestly, I'm not an expert. I don't remember, but I just remember that like he seemed to get to a superstar status quite quickly because some of his wins, his wins were like emphatic, right? Like he would get that early knockout and then he started getting those early knockouts against notoriety, like notoriety people with like, I mean, he got, he got, he got early knockouts like the same way. Uh, what's that other crazy, uh, Chuck Liddell. Sure. Like in the same style, but yeah, he was more charismatic. Like at the time, Uh, I think at the time he fought Jose Aldo, Jose Aldo, he was like the most, um, dominant guy in that, that weight division. And, um, it was uh, the lead up to the fight was like really, really theatrical. And then he just punched him on the chin once and knocked him out like almost instantaneously. (laughs) And it was like, it wasn't even like a fight. It was, it was crazy. And so like stuff like that, you know, it builds that potential, but then you have the, the Nate Diaz fight where he, he looks really, really bad on the ground. And then you have the Khabib fight where he looks like a toddler fighting a human, like, man, it's just, so it's, it's such a weird, when he gets the right type of fights, he really shines, but against those grapplers who can really take him to the ground, he, he starts to look worse. But, and then people who train with him say he's like a high level guy with jujitsu. It's just, you know, yeah, just that could be Nate, Nate, Nate Diaz has been training jujitsu since he was like five. So like, it's going to be hard. <laughs> you know? All right. Last, last fight question. Yeah. UFC 247 coming up in a couple weeks. Derek Lewis versus Iliar Latifi. Latifi. Yeah, I Derek Lewis is always probably like the under like not the favorite, but I would put my money on him cuz he just if if you sleep for a second, he knocks you out with like giant big boy power and he's super yeah, but fun. Here's here's the here's the number one question. Yes. I feel as though Latifi should not have taken this fight. Because Derek Lewis, his reach is six inches better, and he outweighs him by fifty-five pounds. That's great. He's gonna knock that. He's gonna <laughs> knock his <head> clear up. <laughs> like, like that dude's gonna get knocked into the audience. But it's complicated if you've watched his fights. Like he's also like you know that moment in a bike race where something happens and you're completely bonked. Like, yeah, you just feel like I have to pull over and just call it a day and eat a sandwich. Yeah, I think Derek Lewis has felt that by the end of round one of like every fight in his life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like he doesn't have any stamina, but he's strong as hell. So like I don't know, see what happens. <laughs> It'd be fun to watch, but yeah, six inch reach, fifty pounds—that's you know—does sound a little bit stressful if you're the guy who's going to get punched at. Wait, okay, wait, wait. One more fight question. One more fight question. Yeah, no, it's fun to talk about. We, we're, this is the, we're, by the way, you're currently listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> 100%. I just realized. I like to eat elk. I just realized who Khabib is going to fight in April. Who's he fighting in April? I, I know the answer to you. <laughs> yeah, the internet just told me. Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson, who you know from previous fight nights, right? Who is crazy? He's insane. He's mentally ill, but the best, but in a really fun way. <laughs> so I think that's going to be a really good fight. That'll be awesome. And he's actually one of the best creative jujitsu guys, I think, in terms of uh, like someone to actually have to wrestle with Khabib. Um, I still think Khabib beats him like efficiently, but I could be wrong because Tony's really interesting. Yeah. You never know, right? Yeah. He's a, um, he's a wild also, man. 
Are there any other that you know of? Are there? Oh, you popped out. Un- oh yeah, I don't know what happened there. Are there any other undefeated UFC fighters? Oh boy, because prob- Khabib is Khabib is twenty eight and zero. He's twenty eight and zero. There are, I think, a few people who are undefeated, maybe. Uh, but but usually those are people who have transitioned from a. a an outside organization into the UFC. So maybe they've gotten five professional fights undefeated. They go to UFC, they get three more. And now they're at eight. No, or something like that. that. I think that's the most common pathway. I think Khabib is one of those guys too, where like a lot of those wins were outside the organization, but now mm. he's, now he's won a bunch in and, and he's he really, I don't think, I think there was one fight. And uh, now I'm trying to be Joe Rogan, but there, <laughs> there was one fight that I think he talked about where like somebody, Somebody landed a good punch on Khabib and like dazzled him, and it looked like he was in trouble, but he found his way out of it. So like, really, that's the most trouble he, I think he's ever been in in a fight. Is somebody landed a good punch and maybe like he saw stars for a second, but he reco- recovered and still did all right. Also, what bag are you opening or closing? Oh, I was sorry, I was putting it. Just <laughs> was a one bag to put it in the recycling it's bin. Okay. It's, I'm about to, I'm just fair warning here, I'm about to get in the car because... Okay, for the I listener out there, most of the time when Adam's doing this podcast, he's removing the recycling and the trash from his house <laughs> while talking. That's the level we're at in podcasting here is like trash removal simultaneous to the podcast. Hey, listen, 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 listen. <laughs> I, have, I have to go pick up my daughter at... Uh... Where's she at? What was that? Are you with a robot right now? Are you, are you? All right, here we go. I fixed it. I fixed it. Okay. It sounded like you suddenly had a robot with you. Uh, uh, she's at school. Let's go get her. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, we talked about the UFC. We talked about goals. I I didn't really name that many. Gonna do just. No, that's, that's okay. That's all right. You don't have to. It's not about quantity. It's about quality. Yeah, no, I've, I I I went to the dentist today. That was on my goal list, by the way. I haven't seen a dentist in twenty years, Adam Saint Germain. Well, hey, good for you. That's weird, right? But I just I didn't have insurance did you, for did a long they, time. Did they shave down your broken your broken tooth? No, they're gonna help me fix it though next time. Today we just did oh. X rays and assessment, but I do have a chipped tooth, ladies and gentlemen out there. It's a non painful, not really bothering me, but it's annoying to know that it's there. So we're gonna we're gonna fix yeah. it soon. It's gonna be great. All right. Here's the here's the part. We got like ten minutes, but here's the part of the show where I can tell you that two weeks ago I I rented a motorcycle. Nice. And I rode that motorcycle from San Francisco, California, south to Morgan Hill, California, and then from Morgan Hill, California to Death Valley. So cool. Which was 480 miles away. And then from Death Valley the next day to Las Vegas. So many miles. So, yeah, it was like 650 miles, something like that. <laughs> I will have you know. Yes. There's nothing out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what what kind is, of snacks did you have? <laughs> it is. Well, you know, it's funny. So we're like uh, bla- blasting across California on this road called the 5, the I-5, which mm-hmm. people in the area will know about. It's oh, Californians straight. always know their highway. They, they love the 101, the 105, the 5. Yeah, they, they, love they always shit. know. They, they always know. 
So I'm on the five. I'm headed uh, east, I think, or south, one of those. And uh, and then I was like, all right, I'm like, you know, 200 miles in. I'm hungry. I need to get gas. I take the exit. What do I find? In and out Burger. Nice. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, all right. I was so excited. <laughs> okay, quick, quick, hot takes on In and Out. Okay, how do you? What's your order for your burger? Just the burger part. What's your burger order at In and Out? Uh, if I'm really hungry, I'll get a double double. Usually, I just get a cheeseburger. Okay, and then this is the other hot take part: fries. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs medium. What do you think about the fries at In and Out Burger? Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say thumbs medium. Thumbs medium. I'm kind of a thumbs down guy with their fries. Oh, oh. But I'm borderline. They're not terrible. They're not terrible. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, I'm not excited about In-N-Out fries. Yeah. But I will will get them. (laughs) Okay, good. You know. I mean, they're not Burger King fries. Burger King fries are dog shit. (laughs) Are they? In my opinion, they are. I got an Impossible Burger a while back to, to check it out. And oh, I, ordered, I got one. The, wa- I, the Whopper, right? Yeah, the Impossible Whopper. That's what I should have said. And then I got the okay. um, fries okay. with it, and I was like, well, these fries are dog shit. But the burger I was very happy with. I thought it was quite good for a vegetarian burger. Yeah. You know, you know what it tastes like? Tell me. A, ha- a hamburger. It tastes like a hamburger. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's, it's pretty <laughs> much like when you're dealing with those fast food patties, I think that's where the vegetarian replacements are at their best because you, you, it's barely, like, the real thing's barely meat anyway. It's like, yeah. it's, it's like kind of I processed think- and... You know, the only thing that was a miss, I think, like the you know, like the taste was on par, but the the texture was a little off. Yeah, and not like off, like it was fine. It, like it was, it was. But it's bad. hard to it nail was, it. It's just you know, at a certain point, you're impersonating something. It's hard to get it a hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, 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 yep. yep okay, yep, so yep. I got some notes here. I'm looking through really quick to see if I got last questions for you. I know you're going to pick up your child. Yes. Um, oh, follow up on the decade debate. Don't really feel like talking about that again now, but I think oh we can. My God. I think we can all agree you were wrong. And nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, the decade debate got out of control. There were there were like people just getting very mad. And for the listener, we're talking about the idea, the concept. No, of, don't like, even. <laughs> just you know, it's 2020. Don't worry about if it's a new decade. It doesn't matter. It's a new decade it- every time you breathe. Every time you breathe, it's a new decade. <laughs> That's a fact. Coming at you from Scott Sullivan. Every time you breathe, new decade. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Don't waste. Don't worry your little head. Okay, next topic. Oh, food takes. Because we love food takes on this podcast. American cheese, Adam. Where are you at? American cheese? American cheese. We had a brief conversation about this in private, but on the podcast, we got to talk about it. American cheese, does it have well, a place? It's the bullshit of cheese. I agree with you, but does it have a place at the table? Is there? I have. Well, I, okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna withhold judgment. My knee jerk reaction was that American cheese is bullshit. Fuck your American cheese. Uh huh. I watched that whole video. I sent him a video by Kenji Lopez Alt about uh, making smash burgers or smash style hamburgers that are thin and topped with American cheese and he insisted you must use American cheese that is the best cheese for this type of burger. He said, well I didn't, he said it is really preferable. We know you don't like it. Trust me, it's right for this recipe. The the recipe, the recipe says to use any good melting cheese American cheese is a great melting cheese. Such as cheddar 
he named one other one an American cheese. But in the video, if you listen to him in the video, mm. he does specifically say American cheese, while it's actually shit, is the best for this burger. And I agree. And I totally agree with that. I don't normally advocate for American cheese in any way. Like, I don't cook with it very often. But if you're doing a breakfast sandwich, like an egg and cheese type breakfast sandwich, or a burger that's thin, it really is the best possible thing. All right. Wait a second. Wait a second. I was okay with the burger. You're going to try and slide that breakfast sandwich in there. No it depends, way. It depends no on the way. breakfast sandwich that you're no. doing. But no. what, do you, what cheese no. do you think you're getting when you go to McDonald's? And I've been to McDonald's me, with you, sir. Me, lest I, you not forget. <laughs> okay. Listen. We all grow up sometime, okay? And okay, I, okay, okay. I don't, re- I don't remember having a breakfast sandwich from McDonald's. I, I'm certain that on a long, obnoxious drive back from Kansas at some point, I watched you eat like two breakfast sandwiches from McDonald's back to back in a pickup hey, truck that belongs to Gabe Lloyd. I'm pretty sure I remember what? that correctly. I was a, I was a growing young boy. <laughs> <laughs> Your caloric needs were significant. Yes, significant yeah. needs. Fair, um, fair. But I, I want you to know that when I was in the airport recently on my way home from Las Vegas, I bought and ate a smash burger, which I did not know was a thing. Yeah. Where do you? Okay. And how was it? I mean, it was like a fast food chain. The place is called Smash Burger. But, but what was your? Is it a a b c d what way how would you grade the burger i was like a b it's a good b plus a b burger is pretty good you don't get an a, mean, you don't get an a burger all that often no absolutely not i mean there's there's very few a burgers that are out there so agreed uh yeah it was b it was it was good solid quality milkshake was tasty okay so we're going down the list here we already talked about some of these other topics we got our food hot taken i feel like we got condiment questions for the next episode we're not gonna do that tonight uh, propose two jokes in a joke segment. We haven't done that in a long time. We're not going to do it right now because I don't have anything prepared. And then I have a note that says drones, but really drones. And so <laughs> I don't know how this is a podcast topic, but remember when like we just murdered a dude with drones recently? Like we just shot a missile into his car <laughs> from a drone. I feel as though that maybe I missed that one. Okay, so... That really happened? Yeah. Oh, so a couple weeks wait, back when the, we might have almost gone to war with an inner with That's Iran. when we, we specifically assassinated that guy? From Iran, yeah. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so th- we're not going to talk politics. This is not a political thing I'm prompting you on. But I, what what's crazy to me is like that seems to be the new thing. Because Obama killed a couple people that way. So like... Well, I was going to say, it's not like it ain't new. No, it's, it's not like new. 20 years old. But it's a little bit weird to think that like now, if you're like a bad dude or or a, uh, a high-risk target, you know, so even maybe a good dude, but a high-risk target, I would be looking in the sky all day long. I mean, the fact of the matter is, right, like if you're a high-risk target and somebody wants to take care of you, like... You're done. It's game over, right? Like, man, when I was in college, I took this class about like the politics and problems of Israel. That was the name of the class, and we're not going to get into that either on the podcast. R- riveting material. Yeah, right. <laughs> but one of the things I remember that was said in the class at one point by the professor, who was very expert in culture from from that area of the world, he had said that like uh, the special you know, intelligence agency in Israel—I can't remember the name of it—but essentially their CIA. 
at one point they wanted to get a guy and they weren't sure how to get the guy and it was at the, the beginning stages of cell phones they were always more common in that part of the world uh, because of really because of the security issues people always wanted to know where their loved ones were so this one uh, target that they were eyeing uh, they they somehow got him convinced there was a problem with his phone that needed to be repaired and they had him bring it to the repair shop right so then uh-huh. they installed uh, basically a bomb into his phone and gave it back to him. Oh, your phone's fixed. It's great now. And then once he drove away a safe distance, they blew his head off. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. With a bomb that they put in his phone. Now, can I verify any of this? No. But this is something I heard in a lecture class in college. So hopefully it's true. Jeez. I think it's called the massage. I could be wrong, but anyway, they, they don't they don't mess around in these, some of these uh, security agencies. But apparently, ours don't either. Because I, to me, the idea that I mean, no judgment, not interested in talking about the political implications, but just the idea that this guy was landed in an airport, right? Like he was just outside the airport in Iran, so he, he landed, had to go to fucking baggage claim or something, right? And it gets. You know how annoying that is. Finally gets in his car and he's like, "Ah, oh, great. I'm going home and have a beer. And then uh, a little black fake helicopter thing just lights you up and you're, that's it. Like that's, that's a wrap on you. It's game, it's game over. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't so, fuck with us, I guess, but I, I don't know. All right. And on that, so my question, very, wait, 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 my question, oh. what do you think about drones? Do you ever see them in this? I've never seen a drone in the I mean, wild. Just, uh, have you just toy drones? Well, that's what I mean. I don't mean like the kind of these are correct. What we're talking about with the security drones are probably crazy. But no, I I see the other ones in the wild, like toy ones. Yeah, yeah, I see those. I've only seen one one time, and you it know was what? at I, a bike race. I, I own one. You do? Yeah, but it's like a little. It's like a tiny little RC car. Okay, so tiny. Let me ask you this. Now I know you built the security wall in your backyard. Do That's you, right. Do you patrol it with the drone? <laughs> and what yeah, do you, there's a, ca- there's a and camera what, on the drone. And what are you prepared to do if someone violates your airspace? I throw birdseed at them. Okay, okay, fair. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's, it's very eco-friendly that way. For the listener who hasn't been a long-time listener, Adam um, built a wall in his backyard. He believes in the wall. He's a big fan of the wall. Built <laughs> part of the wall in his backyard <laughs> and does not tolerate violations of um, it crossing borders. He's not into that. All right. Okay, listen. I have to go. I'm here at okay. school. Thank you very much. This, this podcast great. has ended. Let us go in peace. This has been great. Thank you so much. Have Thank great, you. Have a great afternoon, Adam. Bye. We did it.
The motor's screaming out, stuck in second gear The scene ends badly as you might imagine In a cavalcade of anger and fear There will be fear 